Hello, and welcome to the Broke Bingo Addict. This is a podcast that ventures through the wild and crazy world of bingo. This is much more than your grandmother's bingo. My name's Shari, and welcome to this week's episode, which, as always, is for entertainment purposes only. One of the things I've done with this podcast is try to inform people about some of the rules that they have in bingo, just so you know what's going on. You go there, you know, you're not uninformed. You have some kind of an idea of what goes on, you know, uh, just some of the basic rules of what's expected of you when you're playing bingo. You know, some of those things have actually changed now because of COVID. There are actually a lot more rules, things you have to follow, you know, the situation with the mask. When do you have to ma- wear a mask? Where do you have to wear a mask? Uh, the social distancing, uh, vaccination information, those kind of things. Those are all kind of new things to bingo, obviously, and things that we've all had to adjust to. But there are a lot of rules that have been there for such a long time that are so common in most of the places. And that's kind of one of the things that I want to talk about now. I want to go back again and talk about one of the most basic rules in bingo in most places, okay? And that is, if you get a bingo, you have to yell bingo when the last number is called, okay? So that means if what you need to win bingo is B15, You need to yell bingo while B-15 is still on the screen and before they call the next number. Okay, that's really kind of a pretty basic rule in most bingo locations. And I know we've uh, talked about that before. I think a few weeks ago, we talked about a lady playing at one of the locations I play play at. And she had a bingo and she didn't, she did yell it. She didn't yell it loud enough so people didn't hear it. And so they went to the next one. Okay, so she lost that bingo because she didn't yell it loud enough during the time that her number was still on the screen and before they called the next number. Okay, so the sad thing is that the rule about having to call your bingo while your number is still on the screen and before the next number is called is not universal. And I know some people will disagree with me, but I really think that that should be the very, very basic rule of freaking bingo. If you can't yell bingo when that number is up and loud enough for the caller to hear you, then you just poop out of luck and that's the way it goes, okay? I mean, to me, that's the same as saying... uh, to your teacher, you know, you take a test and you think of the answer two minutes after you've turned in the test and you want to go back and answer it. No, you don't get to do that. You don't get to go back and answer that. You know, uh, thinking about if you run a stop sign, it's like, oh, I'm just going to go back and stop the next time. You don't get to do that. You actually get to, you actually have to do it at the time. Okay. But like I said, that is not a universal rule. There are some locations that actually let you yell bingo whenever you notice it. Okay. So you could be five numbers past the number that you would have won bingo on. But if you don't notice it until that time, uh, you can yell bingo and still win. Um, Like I said, not a big fan of that rule for so many reasons. I just think that's just one, just freaking lazy of you not to be paying attention to what you're doing. And I understand sometimes things happen and you, you absolutely didn't see something. There can be a variety of patterns that can be kind of confusing and everything. But again, you should be paying attention. And if you can't, then you need to either stop playing the number of packs or cards that you're playing or have somebody help you or whatever, but uh, poop out of luck. But anyway, again, there are places that let you do that. And I wanted to talk about two of the reasons why uh, I'm just not a big fan of that, okay? 
My primary objection is that in some instances, people really try to take advantage of that option. For example, at the location where I used to play, one of the things that would happen is that there'd be a cash ball. Okay, And again, a lot of places have a cash ball or a bonus ball or star bar, whatever you want to call it. There's a ball where if you win on that particular number, you get extra money. And sometimes it can be a lot of money. You know, sometimes it's only 100, 200, but sometimes it can be thousands of dollars. So it can range. But a lot of times people want to win on that number because obviously you're going to get not only the money that you would get when you won the bingo, but you're going to get that extra money. So it's, it's, it's uh, very enticing to win on that number. What I've seen happen sometimes is this weird kind of crazy coincidence, okay? This is something like, let's say you need a double bingo, okay? You need to have two bingos on one card, and you need either B15 or I15. 21. Okay. Either one of those numbers will give you your two bingos. Okay. And as it turns out, B15 just came up. So you can call bingo on B15 because they've called it and they haven't called the next number. But before they call the next number, the next number pops up and you can see it's I-21. So I-21 is better because I-21 happens to be the cash ball. So you don't say bingo on 15, you wait and you say bingo on I-21 and you get the cash ball, okay? Uh, I honestly think that's kind of shady. And I know a lot of people who've done that. I'm not even gonna say that I wouldn't do that if I had the chance. But I don't know. I just think it's kind of unfair because even though you did get the cash ball um, and, it, and it popped up, I mean, you definitely had that number and stuff, but you kind of got it under false pretenses because you really bingled earlier. But somebody else could have bingled legitimately on that number in a later game. OK, I mean, that game was done because you would have won. But there could have been another game uh, during the evening when that I-21 would have come up and somebody legitimately would have won on that cash ball number. So yeah, I'm not a big fan of people doing that, but I guess ultimately, uh, since it's not an official bingo rule that you can't do something like that, and I guess it's kind of hard to catch people, not that there's not ways, but I guess if anything, it comes down to be an ethics uh, issue, you know, amongst yourself. I mean, how do you feel? Uh, I'm not honestly saying that if it was thousands and thousands of dollars, maybe I would do it too. You know, <laughs> only time will tell. As it turns out, I haven't had that opportunity. But I do think that it it is kind of unfair to somebody who would actually really have won uh, the real bingo on that specific number. Oh, and I guess I should mention, this is really only a situation that would occur if you're playing paper, okay? It's not something that would happen if you were playing on an electronic machine. So uh, when that bingo comes, it's going to yell bingo for you. So everybody will know. But if you're playing paper, that's when you have the option to kind of hold your breath if you feel like you're going to have a better opportunity. <laughs> so we say. So another situation that popped up recently for me, this happened, I was in Las Vegas and I was playing at one of the casinos and they have that rule that you can say bingo whenever you find the bingo, no matter how deep into the game we are. And um, so they were playing and again, a similar situation. Uh, the cash ball was, let's say, 065. Okay. So the cash ball was 065. We're all playing. I'm hoping to win, but so far not so good. And all of a sudden, 
somebody says, bingo, and it's the cash ball, you know, which everybody gets really excited. Good for you. God bless you for, uh, you know, winning on the cash ball, you know. So, you know, again, you not only get the money for the game, you get that extra amount of money. And I think in Las Vegas at that time, it was something like five or $600, okay? So the guy got that, your weight. And while they're doing that, then somebody else goes, bingo. It's like, okay, so you've got two bingos. But come to find out the situation was that that person had actually bingled before, but they were waiting, I think, trying, hopefully, hoping to win on the cash ball, okay? When they didn't win on the cash ball and somebody won on it before them, they just went ahead and yelled bingo, okay? Does that make sense? I'm trying to make that as clear as I possibly can. So somebody yelled bingo who actually had bingo on the cash ball, and they were followed up by somebody who yelled bingo, who actually had bingo before then, but they didn't yell. And in my imagination, I'm just assuming they were waiting and hoping that they would also get to be able to bingo on the cash ball, right? But they knew that didn't make make any difference because since they could bingo at any time, they weren't losing their bingo. They always knew that they could do it since this was an establishment that allowed you to yell bingo whenever you wanted to. Okay, now, later, six months, whatever. So the interesting thing to me was I was kind of upset at first. Initially, I thought, well, that kind of sucks because that person who bingled on the cash ball is going to have to share the money with the person who bingled, but didn't actually bingo on the cash ball. They just had the bingo previously and just announced it now. Um, the only bit of satisfaction out of that was because they will tell you who gets what at this location. They say, oh, two winners and one winner gets this and the other winner gets that. So the nice thing was is that they did have to split the initial bingo. So let's say it was $300. One of them got 150 The other one got 150 But the nice thing was that the person who bingled on the cash ball, which I think we said was 065, they just got all the money for the cash ball. So I I was happy about that. I thought that was great. But even still, to a certain degree, I don't think they should have had to split the other money. That person should have yelled bingo when they had the bingo, and that would have been that. But uh, (laughs) on another note, the person's probably happy they didn't because they wouldn't have had the opportunity to go ahead and get the uh, cash ball and win their money. But... um, it's just one of those kind of things. I don't know. Some people agree. Some people disagree. Uh, luckily, it doesn't happen that often. There are very uh, few places that actually allow you to do that, they let you call bingo whenever you get the bingo. And I don't tend to play in those establishments, so it's not really a problem for me. I just think it's very interesting. And again, just not uh, a really big fan of people having the opportunity to do that. So I just wanted to vent a little bit about that and bring it to your attention. So I appreciate you uh, bearing with me on my little rant there. This week, instead of talking about bingo lingo, I just want to take a few minutes to sit back and reminisce and think about the fact that we are now celebrating our second Christmas in COVID. You know, I mean, who would have thunk it? It is honestly so hard to believe that this is really happening. And who knows, next year I could be sitting here saying, it's our third year celebrating Christmas during COVID, but God willing, this is it. Hopefully we're going to get this stuff knocked out or certainly in control so we can move on with our life. But I did want to stop and say, you know, I miss my old bingo. I, I, I sit here and I think about the holidays and what would be going on if all this stuff hadn't happened. Um, this is such a fun time of the year with all the friends that you play bingo with. Usually there's preparation for a Christmas party, a big potluck. Oh my gosh. Oh, 
people would bring so much good food, you know, and people would have like gifts for everybody. And you would just sit there and just have a good time celebrating the, the holiday, eating good food. And where I was playing, I don't know about every place else, but we would also have some games. They would have like some arbitrary games or you could win prizes, you know, not the amounts that you would normally win playing bingo, but they would just have fun little games and people could bring their kids and they could play too and just run around and there would be pictures and just a lot of camaraderie. And I think that that's one of the things that I certainly miss most. And I'm really, I'm totally irritated with this whole COVID situation that it is denying us the opportunity to be with the people that we really want to spend some quality time with during the holidays and just appreciate what we have and celebrate this wonderful time of the year. And um, yeah, I just want to say uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Those who are listening, I really appreciate it. I hope, even though I probably am not going to get to see you, I really hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. And this is actually, I guess, this is actually going to be the last episode that I post until the new year. So absolutely, everybody have a wonderful holiday season um, and a, hopefully a happy new year. I hope that you'll come back and listen to me in the new year. As I said before, and I'm going to say a couple of more times, please, if you can, please check me out on Instagram, on Facebook, and on our new lovely little platform, TikTok. I really appreciate the support. And um and again, I look forward to coming back in 2022, talking about bingo and sharing my experiences and anything that I think will hopefully help those out there who also love playing bingo uh, in the new year. So please come back and join me in 2022 on The Broke Bingo Addict. It's not a game, it's a red stick.